the volume. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lakers Tonight is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. It's a great place to bet on the NBA. It's America's number one sports book, and you get winnings delivered in as quick as two hours. Plus, it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same-game parlay. If you are new, just download FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code JasonT so they know I sent you. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Louisiana, permitted parishes only, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369 in New York. In Tennessee Redline, Dial 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. Welcome to Lakers Tonight, presented by FanDuel here on The Volume. I am Jason Timp. Happy Tuesday, everybody. I hope you all... Had a great weekend. I am very happy to be back. I love skiing. It's my second favorite thing to do in the world behind basketball. And I think Breckenridge might be my favorite place to do it. It's got the best combination of a cool little town to hang out with your friends when you're not skiing and a great mountain. 
that's got everything that you could want as a skier. And most importantly, they're both right next to each other. So you don't have to travel from the town to the ski resort or back or whatever. But, you know, I had a good time. I'm excited to be back. And I came back to the house being on fire. And I'm not talking about my house. I'm talking about the Lakers house as this incredible saga of drama continues. The latest drama is a story from Mark Stein that appears to be yet the latest, yet another mouthpiece for one of the parties involved in all of this drama. We had a couple of very interesting quotes, and I'll read them to you guys really quickly here. Rob Polinka, this is from Mark Stein, has the unwavering support of Lakers owner Jeannie Buss and is firmly entrenched as a pillar of the club's four-pronged brain trust alongside Buss and the power couple of Kurt and Linda Rambis. End quote. Not only does that confirm the suspicions we discussed on the pod last week about the fact that Jeannie is leaning on Rob and on Kurt Rambis and on Magic Johnson as she navigates her way through this. That's a vote of confidence. That's her saying that she's on Rob's side in all of this, which I thought was really interesting. Mark Stein went on to say, this is an organization that has cut ties completely with Lakers icon Jerry West, who has a legit claim to, the, to be the greatest Laker ever when you combine his playing achievements with his front office work. James and Agent Rich Paul, for all of the perceived control they wield, are still outsiders when it comes to the Lakers' power dynamics. If West can be cut off, rest assured LeBron can too if he can no longer lift the Lakers out of mediocrity, end quote. Yet another very, very pointed statement. Basically saying, hey, listen, buddy, if I'm choosing between the Lakers and you, I'm choosing the Lakers. That's the message that Jeannie is sending to LeBron there. And I think it's very interesting because, you know, as we've discussed a lot over the course of the last couple of weeks, this is an incredible disaster. I tweeted this morning this is one of the worst examples of roster building in the history of the NBA. The stat that I use to demonstrate that is that this year's Lakers team, with LeBron and Anthony Davis on the floor together, by net rating has underperformed relative to last year's Lakers team with LeBron and AD off the floor. So last year's Lakers, no LeBron and AD, better than this year's Lakers with LeBron and AD. Think about how difficult that would be to pull off. Think about how bad you have to be around those two for that to be the result. And like we've said, everyone's guilty. It requires dozens of things to go wrong for that to be the case. And everyone's to blame. Jeannie Buss is to blame for constant, constantly relying on what's familiar to, her, familiar to her instead of putting people in charge and seeking out people who are qualified for the job. She's also not as rich as other owners and certainly not as willing to spend, which for this particular Lakers team is a big problem. We went step-by-step step through everything Rob Palinka has done wrong in the last couple of years to shortchange what this team was capable of. And then LeBron and Clutch... They flat out missed on Russell Westbrook. They were the ones who pushed for him. It was a disaster before it happened. It was a disaster as it was happening. It's still a disaster now. Everybody knew that going in. They pushed for it. They are responsible for that. 
So everyone's guilty. And so what you're seeing now is a classic case of trying to control the narrative, which is one of the most important aspects to sports history, as stupid as that is. Because for whatever reason, we allow the narrative to change the way we remember things in sports history. LeBron wants you to look back at this season as Jeannie and Rob's fault. Rob and Jeannie want you guys to look back at this season and think of it as LeBron and Clutch Sports' fault. And they are trying to control that. And it works. Look at the 2017 finals. You're probably in one of two camps. You either think Kevin Durant outplayed LeBron James head-to-head, or you think two basketball teams played each other, one team had way more talent, and the one team that had way more talent easily won. That's the way you would look at it, right, if you watched those games and you saw what happened. There was an attempt to establish a narrative that Kevin Durant and LeBron were playing one-on-one in that series. And so if you buy into that, that's the way you remember the 2017 finals. That's how powerful these narratives can be. That's why LeBron's playing this game. That's why Rich Paul called Stephen A. Smith the other day to say, hey, go on first take and tell, tell, tell everybody that Rob Polinka was lying. That's why Jeannie Buss is going to Mark Stein and attempting to change the way that we view, about, view this season. Now the question becomes, is this all posturing? Or are we headed towards some kind of blow-up here? Because I like to think that LeBron has no intention of leaving the Lakers. That's just what anybody who's paying attention to, this, to the situation would tell you, right? LeBron loves it there. He loves being in L.A. He loves being around all the other celebrities. He loves rolling up to Sierra Canyon games to watch his kids play and doing all of the things that he does when he shows up to those games. He loves everything about Los Angeles. He loves being a Laker. He loves the history. He loves putting on that jersey. He loves playing in Staples Center. And when I was recording that video when I was on the trip, that was where my brain first went. There's no way LeBron wants to leave. There's no way. But things are getting nastier. And that makes me wonder. It makes me wonder if this is heading to some sort of breakup. Because the truth of the matter is, is I think Jeannie and Rob are a little bit sick of LeBron and Clutch. And LeBron has made it very clear that he's sick of them. But I think what LeBron would prefer is just to regain the power in the situation. He's trying to a lot of this, aside from the narrative, is him trying to take back power. You know, LeBron tried to manipulate the Lakers into making a bunch of trades at the deadline through the media. Yeah, he straight up went to a press conference and said, we're not good enough to beat the Bucs, and we can't be good enough to beat the Milwaukee Bucks as currently constructed. He sent very pointed messages, and he got rejected. And that just doesn't happen a lot in LeBron's career. And I think, he, I think he immediately reactionary, in a very reactionary way, tried to take back control. And so the way that looks for LeBron is we get to this summer, and the Lakers have some assets, right? They have Talon. They have these two first-round picks, the 2027 first and the 2029 first. I think LeBron wants all those sent out to retool the roster around these guys and make another run at it. But it's... Now in question, whether or not Rob and Jeannie would be willing to do so. And they wouldn't be the first, 
to do so. In the summer of 2017, after Kyrie demanded a trade, LeBron asked the entire Cavs organization and the front office to trade that first-round pick, the Colin, Sext- the Colin Sexton pick, to try to bring in Paul George or some star to come play with him. And Dan Gilbert looked at him and said, okay, fine, resign, resign with me, and I'll do this trade. And LeBron said no, because obviously he wanted to go to the Lakers, and he didn't get what he wanted. And that could happen again this summer. LeBron has one year left on his contract after this season. And he has no, doesn't have a player option. I don't even think he has a no trade clause in that contract. In, in, in that contract, He doesn't have any real control or leverage here. Actually, Rob and Jeannie do. And so what I think if there's one angle that LeBron needs to play here, it's the fact that this team can't win without him right now. They don't have, they already mortgaged much of their future for Anthony Davis. And in the years leading up to this, they struggled. That's the angle LeBron needs to be playing. The angle LeBron needs to be playing is you can't win unless you have me. And we can't win with a 2027 first and a 2029 first and a 21-year-old guard who's way behind in his development relative to what the Lakers need from him in this moment. So I think the most likely scenario is that LeBron leverages that and attempts to get Rob and Jeannie to put all the chips in the middle, to cash in. Because that, what are we even trying to do here if we're not trying to win a championship, especially if you're the Los Angeles Lakers? You don't get participation trophies with the Lakers. Not when there's 17 banners on the wall. This is an entirely different standard that they're operating under. And so clinging to assets, having one foot in the moment and one foot in the future, that's not the way to do it. That's going to piss off a lot of Laker fans. That's not up to the standard of the franchise. And it, I, I don't know what the pathway out of this is because the truth of the matter is, is Jeannie, as you can tell from this Mark Stein story, she's showing no one. She's obstinate. She's stubborn. She's very, very under the impression that they are in the right here. And so is LeBron. So we're coming to a head. You know, and LeBron can make comments like, I might go back to Cleveland one day. Not for sure, but maybe I will. You know, he can say that kind of stuff all he wants. I'm not even sure Cleveland would want him. If LeBron wanted to go back to Cleveland, he would have to take on a different approach than he has with this Lakers team. The LeBron process is chaotic. We've talked a lot about that over the years on this pod. When he he shows up, you win. You're going to get a championship. But the process is unbelievable. You're going to send out a bunch of assets. You're going to mortgage the future. There's going to be drama. There's going to be conflict. There's going to be passive aggressiveness. That's all part of the journey. And we're at that part of the journey right now with the Lakers. And obviously, because they're not winning, it doesn't seem like it's worth it. The Cavs have a nice organic core that they've built with really good young players. And make no mistake, if they got LeBron, they'd be a bona fide championship contender. If you could put Darius Garland next to LeBron James with that incredible Allen Mobley front court, they'd be extremely difficult to beat, especially if they got some veteran role players in there, especially with Kevin Love coming off the bench. But what, what, what in the world makes you think, if you're a Cavs fan, that you want to take on that LeBron chaos when everything with the team is going so smoothly right now? So that's the one angle with this that LeBron's got to be careful with. You're 37 now. You're going to be 38 next season. The Lakers are willing to put up with you 
I'm not sure that some of these other young cores that you see out there are willing to put up with you. So that's the, that's the other side of this that gets interesting. My prediction is that LeBron stays in L.A. My prediction is that they ship off all the assets this summer and that they try to retool around LeBron and AD next year. But there's some bad blood in the water. And if that continues, if this bad blood gets worse, it can burn a bridge. Jerry West is a hero to Laker fans for what he did in his career. And they're not even on speaking terms with Jeannie Buss. Now, LeBron's a little more high profile right now, so maybe that makes it a little more complicated from Jeannie's perspective, but I wouldn't be shocked. That story from, with Mark Stein is very pointed and very intentional. It's clear that they're not happy with the way things are going. But we'll see. I, like I said, I predict that they send out the assets, but I wouldn't be surprised by anything at this point. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I wanted to move on to the Phoenix Suns for a minute. So Chris Paul has a right, uh, right thumb avulsion fracture, if I'm saying that properly. He's going to be out six to eight weeks. It's not necessarily the end of the world. Hand injuries in particular are easier to rehab from in terms of the timetable because you can do more to maintain your conditioning while you're out. It's not like a leg injury where you literally can't run for six to eight weeks. Like Chris Paul is going to be able to stay in shape. He's going to be able to do basically everything other than shoot a basketball for a little while. And then there will be some ramp up in that department, but Chris Paul is going to be fine. I'm not worried about that in particular. Now, there are two different ways to look at this in terms of the Suns' prospects. How are they going to do for the rest of the regular season? And what does this mean for the playoffs? In the regular season, they're going to be fine. They're seven games up on the number two overall seed in the loss column. Seven games. That is a huge cushion. This season, with Chris Paul off the floor, the Suns are plus 4.2 points per 100 possessions. 
That's in dominant basketball team. That plus 4.2 net rating would rank seventh in the league right now. Basically, without Chris Paul, the Suns are just as dominant as the Cleveland Cavaliers are right now. The Cavs currently sit at plus 4.2 for the season. They're going to be fine. And I've said this a lot, but the reason why they have so much success is this is the deepest talent from top to bottom that I've ever seen on an NBA roster. They don't have the top-end talent. No one's going to compete with like a 2017 Warriors. If you've got Kevin Durant, Klay Thompson, Steph Curry, and Draymond Green on the floor, that's just a level of top-end talent that no team can ever keep up with. But in terms of the the whole roster from top to bottom, I've never seen a team with this many good players on it. And they've only done things to improve and to plug in holes. They had issues with an undersized guard coming off the bench in campaign, and that caused problems for them in switching situations. So they got Alfred Payton, a bigger, stronger, more athletic guard, to give them a different option in that scenario. They ended up against, against a team that was attacking campaign. They had tons of issues with DeAndre Ayton getting in foul trouble. Or every time he went to the bench for a rest, the, Frank Kaminsky and Dario Saric would get destroyed by the bench bigs that they would face elsewhere in the league, especially Giannis. So they got JaVale McGee, and they got Bismack Biombo. They've completely solved that problem. They're deep. They have an incredible amount of talented role players. It's like the opposite of what we see with the Lakers. The guys who aren't the stars are just that team by itself might be a playoff team. That's how good they are. My favorite player on that team right now is Mikhail Bridges, our One of my friends, Jackson Frank, on Twitter did a profile on him today talking about his offensive development. Mikael Bridges is averaging 19 points in his last 11 games on 70% true shooting. I noticed this in the playoff series last year against the Lakers. I noticed, like, he was playing a role on that team, really kind of confining his game to fit into what the Suns needed him to do. But I kept seeing these little flashes in that series where I'm like, there's a really talented score, like, under the surface there that's waiting to come out when given the opportunity. And we're starting to see that. He's almost like Kevin Durant with his ability to make these little one-handed, like floating jump shots in the lane, especially as he's coming off of screens. And it just makes him really, really difficult to defend because of how tall he is and how long his arms are. That's a, that is a legitimate all-star level prospect that is not even one of their top two players. That's the type of talent that's on this team. That's why they're plus 4.2 per 100 possessions without CP3. That's why they have a seven-game lead on the number two overall seed. And I didn't even get to Cam Johnson or Jay Crowder and their arsenal of wings that can shoot. This is an incredibly talented basketball team. So they're going to be fine without Chris Paul. But this is the latest reminder of Chris Paul's fragility. He has, throughout his career, shown a propensity to get hurt. Like he did with the Rockets in 2018. That cost them the Warriors series. Like he did in 2016 in that first round series against the Blazers. He has shown a propensity to break down under a workload. And so even though this was just a hand injury, it's just a fluke. But if something like this happens in the playoffs, if he turns an ankle... He pulls a hamstring. That does significantly change the math for this Suns team. The reason why is because, like I always tell you guys, 
there are very specific things that championship contenders always have. They always have high-level defense. They always have defensive versatility. They always have a guy that can create their own shot, like an isolation score, like Devin Booker is for the Suns. But most importantly, they always have a guy who's a very talented high-end playmaker, a guy who can make reads, a guy who can interpret the defensive scheming of the opponent and be one step ahead of them. It's like the chess match of a playoff series. Chris Paul is a very, very important part of the Suns' ability to win a chess match against the top-tier teams in the league. And if he does break down, if he does get hurt, it severely limits them in that specific scenario. You can be a dominant team. You can have an incredible depth of talent. You can be plus 4.2 per 100 possessions without Chris Paul in the regular season, but then run into a matchup where a team just schemes really well around Devin Booker and around DeAndre Ayton, and you just don't have a counter for it. Having that really high-level basketball IQ, that high-end playmaker, gives you the ability to be one step ahead of the adjustments that the opponents are making. So point being, the Suns are going to be fine. This Chris Paul injury does not disrupt their ability to win the championship. But he's the most important piece. And if he does go down in some capacity that affects them in a playoff series, it could cost them. And they could lose. They are beatable without Chris Paul. They might be beatable with Chris Paul. But they're definitely beatable without Chris Paul. So that's the thing they're going to have to watch out for is Chris Paul's body breaking down. All right, that's all I have for you guys today. We will be back for a Thursday night show when the NBA re-kicks up after the All-Star break. I appreciate you guys' support as always, and we will see you on Thursday. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.